Gardner Johnson in for Joseph, who leaves. Here's Purdy with a lot of time. Steps into one. Launching deep, going for Brandon Ayuk. It is. Oh, he caught it off the ricochet. Penalty. Is he in? He's down to the five. We'll see what the penalty is. What a play from Ayuk. We'll see if it stands. Now, back to BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Brandon Ayuk, nice little catch in the NFC title game. Fox on the call right there. Uh, shout out to our guests tonight, Meg McDonald and Cam Rogers. Gave you some golf picks. If you missed anything, check out the podcast. When the show ends, of course, at 11 p.m. Eastern, wherever you find your podcast. Also, check out all the shows here on the BetQL Network. Check us out on Twitch. Check us out on YouTube. You got the Daily Tip. You got BetQL Daily. You better you bet. Us, you got Send It In. You got the weekend shows, which are all great. Rob Brown, Cody Decker, those guys are maniacs. I worry about their uh, cholesterol. They're eating 85 Chicken McNuggets. Good thing Cody hits the gym every day. You know, because Oh, yeah, how was that? Did you ask Rob how that was last last night? night? Oh, man. Yeah, he said, like, everybody, like, Mario and Cody woke up the next day and didn't feel very normal. Rob said that he was just, like, ready to go, ready to roll. He had some cake the next day and was ready to party. Uh, Guys are legend. Good for him. How long long did it take them to, like, finish all those nuggets? I think it was, like, the entire show. He said, like, by the end of it, they were, like, doing, like, hook shots in their mouths just to, like, get them down and – have you? I don't know. Have you to seen... be honest, like I'm kind of disturbed by it. Shots. I'm kind of grossed out by it. To be honest, man. That's Pretty that's cool. way too many nuggets. Have you seen right. the uh, the fa- have you seen the fantasy football punishment for the guys that have to go to Waffle House and each waffle that you eat, you got to stay in there 24 hours. Each waffle that you eat shaves off an hour that you have to be in there. I think that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I uh, Chris Long. I listened to his podcast, The Green Light Pod, and that's what him and his buddies do. And he lost last year and had to do it. He like did the broadcast pretty much from there. See, I can't like force feed myself. I would rather just be like, look, here's eight hundred dollars extra. Whatever you guys want. We don't do the punishments in my league. They're just big money yeah, like leagues. So like losing losing a ton of money on something that you have to pay attention to for like six months of your life, that's punishment enough. Uh so really good stuff with Cam. We even got into the Masters, which Scotty Scheffler right now, the favorite, John Rahm right behind him. Let's get to some college basketball scores, then we'll talk a little bit about the Niners. You just heard that catch from Brandon Ayuk. Is he going to be part of the run next year? Right now, Illinois, this game's getting sweaty, 82-73. Uh, it's Ooh. a nine-point game. I need Penn State not to lose by eight, hence the uh, plus seven-and-a-half bet. Duke up 20 on Miami. We're going to move on from that one. Florida up one on Alabama, 55-54. Dayton and George Mason tied up at 42. uh, George Mason, a a one-and-a-half point dog. But to back that, it's minus 140. Johnny's up 17, Peach. There we go. The fight. Come on, baby. The best thing that happened to us probably was actually uh, Georgetown cutting into that lead to go into the half. Because you know Patino. I mean, you heard what he did at that press conference. You know, I would have loved to be a, I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall uh, at halftime, man. You know, he just ripped those guys to shreds. You know it, man. Uh, 58-44 right now. All right, Peach, the San Francisco 49ers. Favorites to win the Super Bowl, makes sense. Favorites to win the NFC, makes sense. But this Brandon Ayuk stuff's really interesting. Um, you know, they think that there's a chance you might get moved, man. I mean, there was been a couple insiders, uh, you know, that have talked about this a little bit. The Niners would save 10.39 million in 2024 by extending Ayuk, but I think that there's also a chance he gets moved. Uh, Dan Graziano has had this as well. 
know that he thinks that he's a possible trade candidate. And remember there was that weird stuff with, I don't know if it's his wife or his girlfriend after the game where she's like, we're not even going to be here anymore. You know, you had members of his like crew on social media, like we might not be here anymore. He wants more targets. I think he probably should have had more targets in that Super Bowl. I was glad that he didn't get them because I played the under on his receptions at five and a half. You think Brandon Ayuk's mm-hmm. a member of the 49ers? I, I think they got to bring him back, man. I think Brandon Ayuk's got better every year. Remember two years ago, he was in Kyle Shanahan's doghouse. And then last year, he was their best wide receiver. I agree with you. And as much as I love Debo and as good as that guy is, and man, is he mm-hmm. good. Like, he's not the most durable, right? It feels like every season there's always a stretch where, like, he misses, like, three or four games or throughout a season he'll miss, like, four or five games. So I agree with you, man. Ayuk's durable. He's one of the best route runners in the league. Ryan, what nobody's talking about with San Francisco, should they just pay Purdy right now? Because that's that's the inevitable. Like, that's what's coming, right? They have all these stars on their team, but in the back of John Lynch's head, in the back of Shanahan's head, they know they got to pay the quarterback. Wouldn't you just bite the bullet right now? Like, take the chance. I don't think anybody is 100% sold on Purdy. But look, you made the Super Bowl with them. And you very easily could have won that game. So it's not a question of, can you get there and can you win it? Like, you know you can. I I think, like, all this talk about what are they going to do with Ayuk? What are they going to do with Trey Greenlaw? What are they going to do with some of these other guys? I think they got to take care of Purdy, man. Because, look, we just know in today's NFL – the price for the QB is just going to continue to go up and it's going to go up and it's going to go up. I mean, we were all talking about this cycle with Lamar and Burrow and Herbert and Hertz got paid. I mean, we're already talking about what, what Houston's number is going to have to be for CJ Stroud when he's going to get paid, right? I mean, that number is going to be insane. So you certainly don't have to pay Brock Purdy Lamar money. You don't have to pay him Herbert money, any of those guys. But, you know, I think you can get away with like, I mean, if Daniel Jones got four years, 160, I'm thinking that's probably what Purdy's thinking is somewhere around that neighborhood, right? Maybe maybe a little bit more. But I think San Francisco's got to take care of Purdy, and that will make their life so much easier. Because right now, they're trying to go year by year, trying to keep a hold of their team. Why don't you just pay your quarterback and then see how else you can take care of the roster? Yeah. And, I mean, you saw the guys that started games in the National Football League last year, right? I mean, it right. was like Josh Dobbs had a little run there and Tommy DeVito. So, I agree. And Brock Purdy's not the reason that they lost that Super Bowl. I thought he played pretty well. I like Purdy, man. The only, the only thing that would concern me a little bit is, like, how much money you have to commit. I, I would like a Daniel Jones-type deal for Brock Purdy, like you said. Um, kind of like that second-tier quarterback. You can't make him one of the higher-paid quarterbacks. Like when we see that Dak Prescott's going to reset the market. I don't think you could do that with Brock Purdy. I'd have I'd have some worries, like, you know, based off – you're doing that off one Super Bowl appearance. Reminds me a little bit of the Jared Goff, Todd Gurley situation that the Rams had. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I do think you got to get Purdy taken care of, man. Penn State, sorry, Peach, they just cut it to seven. There's been like 18 opportunities where there's been turnovers and they're missing wide open threes. Like this, they, they should legitimately be down like two points right now. Um, we got 234 to go. They're down seven. I have seven and a half. You know, you know what scares me more about San Francisco than maybe like Brandon Ayuk getting moved or the 18 unrestricted free agents, maybe Kyle Juszczyk not being back. What scares me more is how healthy they've been the last four years for all these runs. Like they've had some injuries. Like Debo's been dinged. George Kittle's been dinged, but for the most part, they've been healthy. And that was the same thing that I said about the Bengals coming into the season when everybody liked the Bengals. I was like, man, the last three years, these runs, they've been really healthy. Injury regression's a real thing. Like, it happens, man. 
So yeah, San Francisco's the smart pick, but I don't think I'd put my money down at the, at, like at these prices right now for the Niners. I bet the Green Bay Packers to win the Super Bowl at twenty five to one, not because I'm a homer. Like I just think that's a ridiculous price for a team that was two games away from the Super Bowl, has some early draft picks because of the Aaron Rodgers trade. Not early, but like twenty five and then two second round picks. You know what I mean? Like if they want to move up and get a guy, they can. If they want to trade back and stockpile some picks, they can. I feel good about the Lions. I thought the Lions were going to be a re- a regression candidate, but they were able to bring back Ben Johnson, meaning Jared yep. Goff's not going to go back to being Jared Goff the pumpkin. He'll be Jared Goff that we've seen the last two years in Detroit. I don't know. There might be more competition. Philadelphia is bringing some smart people back in the building. It's not just going to be that doofus Sirianni in charge. Is Penn State again hits a big jumper to make it a nine eight point game with two minutes to go? Oh, boy. this is the hardest part about it. doing that MGM tonight, Paige. Is like, you know got a couple hundred on Penn State and they're missing wide open corner threes and refusing to uh box out I feel like my uh like my uncle right now I'm just gonna start screaming box out if you had to place a wager today on any team in the NFC it's a free bet takeaway price is it the Niners or like is there a sneaky team that you think maybe maybe is there as we hit a three man I do like your Packers uh the Lions the Lions intrigue me um, as well, just because, like you said, Ben Johnson coming back is so big. It's not only that, though. It's like if the Lions really just focus this offseason on improving their pass defense, what's their weakness? Their run defense is awesome. They got a great young back in Gibbs. They got a number one in Amon Ra, a great tight end in Laporta. Golf is really good, uh, especially when you get them in warm weather and indoors. Their run defense, like I said, was really – like. What's what's the weakness? Maybe Dan Campbell going it for it too much is like the weakness. But if they solve the secondary, man, I uh, I think Detroit is like really intriguing to me. Outside of those two teams in the NFC North, I can't get there with Dallas. Not as and Philly. Not no. as long as uh, I, I think Philly, man. I'm I'm not buying this like bounce back. I think that team that we saw the second half of the season last year might be a, a little bit more of that. Dallas, I think, will be a playoff team, but I can't take them seriously with McCarthy as head coach. So, yeah, the NFC is an interesting. Let me tell you, if Cousins comes back to Minnesota, intriguing team. That's that's an interesting team because you got Cousins, you got Jefferson, you got Hawkinson, and the way Flores had that defense playing, very underrated. Yeah. Like the NFC North, I think, is the division to bet on next year for NFC futures. Um, Seattle, if if they still ride with Geno, like that's not going to be a team that makes the Super Bowl. The Rams are like one injury away from on offense from like being terrible, and Raheem Morris being gone is a big deal to their defense. Arizona should be a better team, um, but certainly not a team that I I think will be like contending for a Super Bowl or anything like that. So, and we'll see what Atlanta does. Like if Atlanta goes out and get Justin Fields, maybe they could be interesting. Um, the, the Vikings would certainly be the long shot that I would look at. And then, uh, yeah, man, Packers and, uh, and the lions. I, I kind of like yeah. in the NFC. I agree with what you said about Detroit. Their only weakness is their pass defense. Like that second time that they played green Bay, Matt LaFleur just had them figured out, right? They played a ton of man and Jordan love picked them apart. Sorry, peach 30 seconds to go. Seven point game, three pointer from Penn state is good. They cut it to four 89, 85, 35 seconds to go. Holy, I just almost swore. Sometimes you forget that we're live on the air. No, but okay. So, like, that's what makes me feel good about Green Bay, man. And, like, it might be a bad thing, actually, if they win the Super Bowl, other than the 25-1 to 1 Super Bowl price that I bet. 
because everybody's going to kill me for the Jordan Love stuff because I still, I don't know if you know this, Pete, you love Aaron Rodgers, right? But I like Jordan Love too. And now you got rid of Joe Barry, who I never understood why he was hired in the first place. He was literally, literally the defensive coordinator of the worst team in football history, right? He was the defensive coordinator of an 0-16 football team. How he got that job, I have no idea. He must have lied on his right. Well, he's LaFleur's boy. But now you have, I hope, somebody with a clue taking over the defense. You have some draft picks. I would love, I've been texting you like for the last two days about this. Give me Kool-Aid McKinstry. I need him. I've watched so much Kool-Aid McKinstry tape. I Dude, he's given up three touchdowns in three years at Alabama. Every year he's, he's only amazing. given up one touchdown. And like you said, he plays man-on-man coverage. You could put him on an island. I need him. But unless, like, the Lions are able to draft, what, the two best DBs, spend some money in free agency, and fix that pass defense, I don't know how much they're going to be able to fix that thing. And, like, they played a ton of man against Jordan Love and the Packers, and Jordan Love picked them apart. And the Bears are going to be better in the NFC North. You, you brought up the Vikings. I'm a believer in Caleb Williams. And I'm a believer in Penn State cherry-picking the inbound pass. And now it's a two-point game, Peach, with 26 seconds to go. Can you well, feel don't the electricity us, here? Don't give us overtime. Barrel. Don't give us no, overtime. Don't even, don't even, I will leap through this screen right now, Paige, and I will slap no. you across your beautiful face. Oh, really quick. I was going to tease this, but screw it. We were lied to, by the way, in Vegas by our man Jack. Yes, he does represent George Kittle, and he does represent Sam Laporta, but was I seven vodkas deep, or did he really tell us that he represented Cody Bellinger, and then, like, we were no, he lied to us about that, dude, because Ricketts just talked about this, and I had to go back and look. He's a Boris co- uh, client. Oh, Cody Jack. Is. Jack, why are you? Unless he's like Jack got you all excited manager. about that, too, because that's, I mean, yeah. you, you even asked him. Oh, Jack. Yeah, no. he lied to me. So I was thinking I about Jack. That Cody Bellinger is coming back to the north side of Chicago because he doesn't represent him. First thing I said to Jack behind the scenes, I said, Hey, what do you do? You know, he was asking what we do. And he's like, I'm an agent. And I go, oh, yeah? And I liked his I liked his swag, and I liked the way he was, like, doing dead sprints after every roulette hit. I was like, you want to represent me? And he's like, do you throw, catch, or tackle? And I was like, I do not. I have not since 2004. And he's like, I do not want to represent you. And I was like, I love this guy. But I don't know, yeah. man. I don't know if I'm in or out on Jack now after, after that Cody Bellinger stuff because – I was. I went home. I couldn't even enjoy the Vegas trip. I barely enjoyed Bruno Mars, Peach, because in the back of my head I was thinking, Cubs spent $40 million on a manager, can't even bring back Cody Bellinger. Who, let's be honest, if Cody Bellinger does go back to Chicago, he's not having the season that he had last year. He's going back to say, like 187, dude. <laughs> it's not like this guy's, I mean, it's not like he's Trout in his prime or it's not like he's Acuna. No. I mean, like he's Cody Bellinger and you want him back so bad. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Well, I know, but like, what's the alternative? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, true. I have my like my brothers like sending me text messages about dudes in Iowa, and I'm like, I do not want to go through this again. Like, please give me Cody Bellinger. All right, we'll take a quick break. We got Would You Rather coming up. Hopefully, we have a Nittany Lions cover. I hijacked that segment. I apologize. 69, 67, 27 seconds to go. They're live in a high school gym in Pennsylvania. Let's go.